Welcome to Rainer's Radio, practical training for joint heirs with Christ, with your host, Diane Thomas. Good evening, and welcome to Rainer's Radio. This is Diane Thomas, your host. Again, let's take a moment and just anything else that's going on, let it just fall by the wayside. Just remind yourself that God accepts you unconditionally. He loves you unconditionally. You're in him. He values your unique individuality. You're everything he could have wanted. You're exactly where he wants you and doing what he wants you to be doing. You don't need to change or achieve anything in order to please him. You're in him. You're, you're his family. He has drawn you to himself. He's revealing himself. So all the requirements that we think we need to have, all, all the requirements have been met. They were met 2,000 years ago. But you and I have the, the privilege now of knowing him in this earth, in this earth body with our soul. We don't know what else there is, what's before or or afterwards, but right now, you and I, for some reason, he knocked on our door, and we let him in, and we're supping with him, we're we're having dinner with him, we're dining with him, we're, we're engaging with him. He's the one who called you. You didn't decide on him. No man comes to God unless he draws them. He drew you specifically, and you responded specifically. That was so you've fulfilled all the requirements. You are you are respirited. You've got a new spirit. You are now one with him. That's it. The requirements of relationship with God, pleasing him. Being, you know, fulfilling any requirement has been taken care of. It's done. So now what? We are now part of his family, and we're now learning what it means to be part of his family. God has, as a spirit being, as the creator of all things, he has the power and authority over all things. Everything that he's created, and he's created everything. But you and I, since we're part of him, we also have that power and authority. Before we can exercise, or I think even glimpse, the power and authority that is in the spirit realm, that is in Christ, in God, we need to learn the power and authority in the supernatural realm. I think that's for our benefit. I don't think it's, um, I think if God wanted to skip that step and just show us the spirit, I think he has done that with certain individuals that we see in scripture and a lot that we don't. That get glimpses, you know, they say behind the veil, however you want to say it, that it's, you know, knocks people off their feet, that blinds them, that that changes everything about them. 
But I think God wants you and I to start where we are. We, we understand that as physical beings, we have the power and authority to walk around here on this earth. We understand gravity. We understand how our bodies work. We need to breathe and we need to eat and drink and sleep, the requirements our body has and what our body can do. Most of us are pretty comfortable with that understanding. And we understand how our muscles work. We understand how, you know, that there are limitations and that in order to, we, you know, keep our body healthy and not have expectations beyond what it's capable of, we can hurt ourselves. So we understand the parameters about our body and we understand the natural realm, this earth zone. Again, we can't jump off uh, the roof and land on our feet and expect to not probably break something. The gravity has an effect on our physical body. But I don't think we understand the soulical realm, the supernatural realm. And again, there are three realms. There's the spirit realm, the supernatural realm, and the natural realm. And supernatural simply means above the natural. So the natural is the lowest, second is the supernatural, and then there's the spiritual realm. Well, where's the soulical realm? The soulical realm is part of the supernatural realm. Your soul is part of the supernatural realm. Your spirit is part of the spiritual realm. Your body is part of the natural realm. Your soul exists in a in a soulical realm within the supernatural realm. All souls exist in that soulical realm within the supernatural realm. Now, there's other creatures, other critters in the supernatural realm. Angels, demons, you know, whatever ghosts or any other any other beings that, you know, we may at some point in time get into. They exist in the supernatural realm, not the spiritual realm. Now, again, just as the spiritual realm has authority and power over everything else, the supernatural realm has power and authority within the supernatural realm and over the natural realm. And we repeat a lot of this just because it, it's been ingrained in us so long that we, we, you know, we confuse the supernatural and the spiritual, but they're very different. Now, we're not going to get, you know, all bent out of shape if somebody, you know, refers to one over the other. But the whole concepts need to be understood, that there's a difference between the supernatural realm and the spirit realm. So within the supernatural realm, there are different kinds, there are different pockets, little 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 villages, little areas, and probably not so little. But there's one area for the humans with souls. Then there's another area over here for ghosts. Then there's another area over here for demons. Then there's another area over here for angels. But they're all in the supernatural forest. So we all exist on the same playing field. But we're habitating 
our habitat is according to our state of being. And you and I, have a, our state of being is that we have a soul. Now, I don't know whether angels have a soul or demons or ghosts or anything like that. I don't know. At this point in time, that's not a real high priority, for me at least. And if you have some insight into that, I'd love to hear it. Drop me a line. The point being is that you and I, our assignment, I believe part of our assignment here on this earth, while God is doing his thing, he's bringing our soul, restoring our soul, restoring our mind, our will, and our emotions to their original state so they can receive the life that we already have in our spirit. That's what God is doing. You and I, our task is to be learning to live and move and have our being as a spirit being, which involves not just our body, not just our spirit, but our soul. And again, we've, we've pretty well nailed down our body. And our spirit, we have hardly any insight or experience in the spirit because we have not yet learned about the supernatural realm. Our soul, your soul, has soulical senses that relate to the supernatural realm. Now, I understand a lot of this is really new, and a lot of people want proof. A lot of people want the scriptural references and you know, what kind of, how does this fit in with that, this, that, and the other thing. And if I had um, a thousand years, maybe I would spend some time doing that, but probably not. Because I don't want to prove something to your soul. I want you to be aware of, you know, what we can call the witness of your spirit. This is one of the reasons we've spent so long being able to identify that witness, the voice of God. This is the way, walk in it. You know, I am that I am. We, we want to have that personal relationship with God to the extent that when he says, this is for you, try it, that we go ahead and try it that we don't need to have a full understanding. We don't need to understand how it relates to our doctrine. There are things that there, that are possibly going to come, come your way that maybe seem opposite to what you already believe. And you may, you may have full confidence in a particular doctrine. God may just come along and just blow that all away. And then you're going to have a choice. And choose God. Don't worry about being deceived. This comes up a lot. You know, and let's just go, what's the worst thing that can happen if you're deceived? You get off the path a little bit. God says, oh, you're off the path, and he brings you back. That's it. That's it. If if God doesn't want you to stray, you won't stray. He's not going to let you fall into a pit. He's not going to let you, you know, backslide. There's no, I'm not sure there is such a thing. 
Now, there's there's people who reject what they once believed, but that, I think, is it's not their spirit dies again. It's they reject what they're being taught. They reject the lack of life. You know, so many people are... They have a conversion experience, a, a rebirth in their spirit, and then they go to church. And it's just more of the same. And it turns them off, and they want nothing to do with it, and they're referred to as backsliding. That's a whole other story we'll get into some other time. For, for you and I, we want to approach what's going on in the solical realm, within the supernatural realm, as an assignment. Now, God may not be assigning that to you right now, and that's fine. And that's where we always start. God, is this something you want me to be paying attention to? And if you said, I'd rather be talking to you about this over here, then do that. This, this particular topic about learning how our soul works and how the supernatural realm works it's always been around because our soul has always been around. But I find it interesting that that's one of the things when Jesus is walking with his disciples, have you ever wondered what he was teaching them? Now, a lot of what he was teaching them was by example. He didn't tell them how to heal the sick. He showed them. He didn't tell them how to feed the hungry. He showed them. He didn't tell them how to free the people, how to bring them into relationship with God, how to encourage them. He showed them. He, he was the example. He was the way, the truth, and the life. And he could do that because he was spirit, soul, and body. He was one. He was perfectly united. Now, we're, we're, we're very far away from that. We have just begun that restoration process, that he lived. So there's that huge difference between what, you know, the Son of God, the manifest manifestation of who God is in the Son, the Savior, the Messiah, Son of God, Jesus walking around here on this earth. He was spirit, soul, and body united, one with his Father. We're not there. But the more we can allow God to do his job and enjoy the process of what God wants to teach you now about the soulical realm, and I think just over time, and, I, you know, when you look back at the history of Christianity or even Judaism, you know, any religion, there's different phases, highs and lows, emphasis and, you know, scared, scary things. There's just up and, you know, things change, even though there seems to be a cycle of, of emphasis or how, you know, how... Things to unify around. But what we really want to focus on is the individuality. That God has things he wants to teach you. He has your own options.
obstacle course all set up. And it's not to reveal that you're a terrible athlete or that you're out of shape or that you have depth perception problems. It's not that at all. It's to teach you how the supernatural realm works. He does have a specific goal for you, and that's the same one as always, that you would be one, spirit, soul, and body, as he is one. He's doing all the hard stuff. When you look back, do you have many memories? I mean, how much does it occupy you now that you had to learn how to walk? That you had to to learn how to eat solid foods? That you had to learn how to use the potty? You don't think about that anymore. You think, I'm an adult now. You don't think about brushing your teeth, driving a car, walking, going up and down stairs, opening a door, talking to people, using the phone, listening to podcasts. You don't think about it anymore. Those are all natural processes that you've learned to do, that you take for granted, that you can now build on because you learned how to do them for yourself by experience. When you were a little baby learning how to climb up and down the stairs, you know, hopefully your parents were there, but odds are you slipped and fell, maybe got some rug burn or bumped your head. But it was a process. And now you can go up and down the stairs pretty easily. This is where he wants us to be in our soul, just as we are in our body. You have, and I have, such a limited view of what our soul is capable of. Again, I always go back to the examples of, of Jesus telling, you know, and showing and revealing to his disciples, this is what you're capable of. Speak to the mountain. Be cast into the sea, and it will be cast into the sea. He didn't say, pray to me that the mountain be cast into the sea. He said, you do it. And they accepted that. Now also, none of them said to the mountain, be thou cast into the sea. But Peter did walk on the water. And later his shadow would fall on people and they would be immediately healed. So there's a process. It's not, it's not a flipped switch. We don't go in and get understanding and then, okay, now everything works. It's we're working it out step by step, trial and error, and probably a lot of times more error than trial. And let's talk about that for a while. Some of the things that are going to happen, and hopefully you've been doing you know, the homework and you've been, you know, con- thinking about and spending some time on those areas that you're interested in. And if you're interested in everything, that's fine too. You know, the, over time, it, God will, will narrow things down for you. If I want to know everything, I just want to have, just want to be everything God wants me to be. I want to, you know, take advantage of every opportunity. That's great. 
over time, don't be surprised if some of those things fall by the wayside and he narrows things down. And I think that's, that's for our benefit for most of us. There may be some that can learn everything all at once, um, and, and that's, that's fine. That's great. But wherever you are, accept where you are and accept the way God is teaching you. He's going to be teaching you different than the way he teaches others. You know, God reveals himself so differently. And we go through the Old Testament, the New Testament, how he reveals himself. It's, it's different each time. And that's his pattern. God heals, Jesus healed people. As he was walking around, he healed them different. And that's his pattern, is that there is no pattern. He doesn't want you looking for a pattern. He doesn't want, oh, this is how you do it. This is how you pray for people to be healed. This is how you make miracles happen. This is how you cast the mountain into the sea. This is how this works. Now, we, we understand how you know, our physical body works. But even think about when you grasp something with your hand. It depends on what you're grasping, doesn't it? You you grasp hold of a, a glass to drink water differently than you grasp a pen to write something. What's important is not the glass or the pen, it's your hand. That your hand has become so adept at grasping different things. So this is where we start. Our focus is not going to be on the glass or the pen. It's on finding out what our soul can do, finding out what our soulical senses, what our mind, our will, and emotions can do, finding out what those abilities are capable of, how they work. Again, your hand, you can, you know, wave, it can be empty and you can be waving or you can ball it into a fist. It's the same hand. It's the same fingers, it's the same blood. Same way with your solical abilities. You're going to learn to use those according to the situation. Now, because the soul in the supernatural realm has a higher level of power and authority, it's a a higher realm over the natural realm, there is a, a responsibility that goes with that. So there may be a greater discipline and a higher expectation that, that your own spirit has for you. So this is going to require a greater attention, a greater attentiveness. You know, we're going to learn about conscience and about intuition. These are, these are words that describe things that are already happening. When I say, you know, your conscience, you may not be able to say that's what this is. But I'll bet you can, there's a sense of guilt when you know you've done something deliberately wrong, when you've hurt somebody's feelings wrong, for instance. We don't need to understand any more than that, other than recognizing, you know, that it, I need to rectify that. I need to correct that, and I need to not do that again. Why did I do that? Lord, what's going on with that? Is that a healing that needs to take place? Do we want to talk about that, or is this a one-time thing? So we take every opportunity. It's the same way as intuition. It's like, I don't know why I need to talk to this person, but I'm going to reach out and talk to this person. 
or I'm not going to turn this way, I'm going to turn that way. And we start relying on what's going on in our soul, even or sometimes in spite of not understanding it. Because we understand that the process is more important than the results. That your your hand is lo- learning what it is capable of. Your soul is learning what it is capable of. Not not what it can do for the sake of doing something. But those are abilities in your soul that your soul will not be fully restored until your your soul is fully capable so you have abilities without capability because they're just sitting there it's like having all these wonderful tools out in your garage you know thousands of dollars worth of tools that never get used God takes you out and says, I want, you, I want to teach you how to use a screwdriver. You start someplace before you start working up to the power tools, the saw and the, the, you know, the jigsaw and the, the planer, until we start getting up into things where we could really do some damage. We start where we are. But they're all there. They're all waiting. And there's things we're all going to learn individually, but there's things that we're going to have in common as well. And one of the things, just real quick, is to not get distracted by how people react to your abilities. Just as each one of us has has an idea about what these abilities are, you know, the, the most of the Christian church talks about them as gifts. You know that that was a very that was a uh, a very unfortunate translation into English language as as gifts because in a sense your since your soul is God's gift to you it's fine but you, and so is your body your body is God's gift to you everything is the earth is God's gift to you. But when he gave you your soul, all these abilities were in that gift. They're not separate. They're not a separate thing you have to ask for or um, ask somebody to pray for you or quicken within you. Well, quicken, yeah, you know, that's part of it, but it's it's going to come from activity. It's It is under your control. And this is, you know, the soul is like between, is between the natural realm, your body, and the spirit. And one of the things we're learning is the whole concept of responsibility, that as a spirit being, you're already sharing that joint responsibility with God. And your body understands the ramifications of you know, balling up your fist and hitting somebody and causing pain and, and experiencing pain. You know the consequences of your actions in, the, in, your, in your body. We need to learn about those, everything that goes on in the soul. Now, this is all a process. It's a pathway. One of the things that can be 
really distracting, again, is how other people react to it. Now, the, however they react, remember, that's from God. God arranged that circumstance. But don't be distracted when they say, you know, can you give me what you've got? Because recognize you're going to work for this. This is going to be something that's going to take effort. Just like learning, you know, as a baby crawling up the stairs, you had to learn how to do it. You had to learn how to drive. People, you know, you did the the simulation and somebody hopefully who drove you around showed you how to drive on ice or in the rain. You had to learn how to do all those things, but you, you were in the driver's seat. Somebody was helping you, but you were in the driver's seat. So when others say, can you just teach me, you know, give me the gift of driving, no, because it's not a gift. It's an ability that you learn, have to learn how to do yourself. And that's going to, that's gonna, right there, that's going to come up against a lot of people's belief systems. And you're going to be rejected. There's only two kinds of people in the world, those that have been rejected and those that have been rejected more. And if you're going to embrace everything God has for you, you're going to be rejected more. Going to be part of it. It's, it's okay. Don't take it personal. So going into this week, start looking. Start developing that intuition. Just start being, you know, it's not a thing. We use words to describe something that is already happening. I don't care what you call it. I don't call what, care whether you call it a word of wisdom or intuition or the leading of the spirit. I don't care. The whole point is the more you become aware of what is going on in your soul, the more you're becoming aware of what is going on in the supernatural realm. God will lead you on the path he wants you on. You can trust him. And you'll gain confidence the more you trust him. So thanks for tuning in. Keep on sending in the feedback and the questions. It really helps to see what I need to keep, you know, clarify again and again and again. We'll do it as long as it takes. And we'll see what kind of things we can put in, in writing and on the website. So thanks for tuning in. We'll be getting back together again same time next week. Until then, this has been Diane Thomas of Rainers Radio. Have a great night. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.